Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Headliners. My name is Anna Herod, and I'm your news editor. And my name is Clayton Kelly, and I am an avid reporter. All right, so um, this week, the headline I chose to talk about is Amazon selects San Marcos as a prime location for new facility. Um, so I thought this, uh, this story was really interesting because we previously did a story about how it was announced that Amazon was approved to build um, their 850,000 square foot facility on McCarty Lane, um, and that was approved by the city. And I just think it's interesting because as the story mentions, um, Amazon is a huge company. It's actually the eighth corporation on the Forbes list of most innovative companies in the world. And um, Kevin Burke, the economic development and coordinator for the city of San Marcos, brought up a good point in the story that um, Amazon's arrival in San Marcos could actually be really relevant to students maybe more than most people think because um, a problem that some city council candidates have mentioned is that students can't afford to stay in San Marcos after they graduate and they're trying to find ways to change that and so one of the ways um, that city council is trying to do that is attracting more big businesses so that students have more job options once they graduate um, so I think that's really interesting. Uh, students can really look out for this headline because it's relevant to them. Uh, Kevin Burke, he says that 350 full-time positions will be brought for, uh, with benefits will be brought by Amazon and up to 1,000 positions in total. So I just think it's really interesting and we'll definitely be following um, the development of this story as Amazon opens and people are hired. So, um, yeah, that's about it for that headline. Uh, which one did you pick, Clayton? De definitely. And um, one of the headlines that I'm going to pick today is uh, the veteran hopes to educate community after service dog incident. So basically what happened, a person by the name of Jeremy Kennard entered uh, his classroom on the first day of school, and he has a service dog. Uh, he was asked by the professor to give documentations for the service dog. So upset, he stormed out of the classroom, um, according to Rafael Travis, clearly frustrated, and he wanted to implement change. Uh, and this is exactly what he did, because um, according to the ADA, a person is only allowed to ask someone with a service dog two questions, and that is, is, this, is the animal indeed a service dog, and what is this animal trained to do? The ADA does not state asking for documentations. And one of the things that I found was the reason for this is because um, when I was talking to Jeremy, he said that giving documentations for your service animal is basically also giving docu personal documentations for, for, from yourself, such as your medical records and a lot of personal information that really you if, may not want to disclose. Yeah, that you would not want to disclose to other people um, since it's only focused on your service dog. Um, there is no documentation for your service dog. It doesn't really exist, according to Kennard. And, um, and uh, uh, the thing that Office of Disabilities really uh, encourages, I talked to the director of Office of Disabilities, and he said that um, he encourages every student to register the use of their service animals in order for staff to provide them with appropriate assistance. However, he can only encourage this because it is against the law to do this. Um, if you look on their website, 
um, the university's website. The, the university's website prior to uh, this incident, it, may, it really uh, alludes to the fact, the language alludes to the fact that, hey, maybe someone with a service animal should get provide documentation. It alludes to the fact that it's required. However, um, the it's really just suggested. I think, I believe that they're going to change this too because recently uh, an email was sent out informing and educating uh, people, uh, faculty and staff about this about this law and uh, look forward to hearing that. Um, another interesting thing is that the cost of training for service animals can be up to $15,000 according to Jeremy Kennard. And um, I think that's really important to really realize because um, there are a lot of students on campus with service animals and some people can't afford this. And providing documentation for that to like providing legit like training documentation would be a little bit um, hard for people who didn't get their dog professionally trained. Um, another thing that I really like about this article is that it really spoke and rose aware, raised awareness to, um, to the ADA law because the professors that I've spoken to, I've spoken to several other professors as well, they were not aware of the ADA law. Um, yeah, and that's actually something to look forward to because as you mentioned, the university sent out an email um, talking about the policy and raising awareness about um, the ADA's law. So we are following up on that issue. So that's a story to look for. Absolutely, absolutely. And this, uh, Jeremy Kennard is very passionate about this. He is a social work major. So his major, his goal is social justice. And he's, in the past, he's um, experienced this kind of thing, this kind of, un I don't want to say, he's experienced people not being aware of issues like this. And he really hopes to educate more, um, not just Texas State, but the community of San Marcos as well. Yeah, and I think this is a really relevant story to students, um, just because there are students on campus who have service animals, and so I think it's important that they know what the ADA law is, so maybe they don't ask for too much information and they just stick to the two questions um, that are permitted by law. Right, and, and it, it's important to for students to realize that their rights are protected under ADA law. Yeah, and um, so I guess that's about it for that headline. Um, the headline that I'm looking forward to is uh, about a follow-up on the um, on what happened last year at ACL. A Texas State student died of a drug overdose. And Clayton actually is working on a story right now, and he's gotten in touch with um, the student's parents, and they're just talking about raising awareness, um, I guess, about drug use at festivals and just being safe. And I just think it's going to be um, an interesting headline to look for as ACL is about to gear up um, and start. So, um, and he's going to talk to um, some ACL officials to see if there's any new policies implemented um, in the aftermath of the Texas State student's death. So, um, yeah, that's a headline to look for for students who maybe are thinking about attending ACL. Absolutely, and it's great to look forward to that. Um, another article that I feel I'm really excited for is that freshman enrollment is just 
increasing day by day, year by year. Every year, there's like an influx of freshmen coming into Texas State University. And something to think about is how this affects the dorm, people with uh, the amount of dorm rooms that are on campus, as well as uh, parking, which has been a huge struggle for students. Um, so just keep an eye on that. Yeah, and I think that'll be an interesting story to look forward to because I know um, it's been quoted before by university officials that they really want um, freshmen to be required to live on campus so that they can experience that, you know, that real true community on campus life. and. You know, if the freshman enrollment keeps growing and there's not enough space for them to all live, that may not be a possibility. So um, I'm looking forward to that article to answer questions of, is there going to be enough space for um, the freshman population as it increases every year? So, yeah, I think we should definitely look out for that. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and make sure to catch next week's episode. Thanks so much.